Hello and welcome to Basement Fodder. I'm Todd. I'm Dave. And welcome to Jackass! <laughs> Just kidding, no. This is, this is not Jackass. I wish we had Jackass money. Your ass is hurting like Jackass, though. You had to, we cut it out and you yeah. had to bring it yeah, in. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. It's clap them butt enough. cheeks, boy. Um, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Because I bruised my fucking tailbone. <laughs> oh, is that what we're talking about? At Lexington. <laughs> and then wrecked your ass five minutes ago. Yeah, well, I don't eat like don't eat steak two, two days, days in a row. Yeah. Is it, it, when you have digestion problems, and don't fucking also then on top of that drink the goddamn Jamie Lee Curtis Activia milkshake and shit. <laughs> Bifidus regulars. Make your fucking gut stimulate. I love that it says for gut health on there, like not even like for digestion. No, gut health for fat old guys like you who hey, need their fucking shit percolated. Yeah, it moved my stuff today. And joined in the studio. <laughs> By my better half, the one and only, the basement beach, Ariel. Welcome. You already introduced your better half. Nice to my better half. <laughs> Not my know. equally awful half. <laughs> no, I'm your equally awful no, half. No, 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 no. He's the equally He's awful. The <laughs> okay, the less stabby half. <laughs> He's the most stabby half. Exactly. <laughs> He's stabbiest of oh, all stabbies. Stabby. So stabby. Super stabby. So stabby. We're going to do something kind of different here at the beginning of the show. Uh, we... We have a ton of shit to talk about, but we're going to do a little film uh, kind of opening. It's kinda not going to be all that fucking great for you guys. You won't be able to see what I'm actually looking at, but we're going to be posting the videos on the social medias and the ticks and the talks and the dicks and the docs or whatever. Twitters. So let me know. Did you already start filming? Okay. So if you take a look at this uh, beautiful mailing package here, this is from our good friends at Concept Media Films making awesome authentic horror movies here in Ohio they're based out of Dayton um, run by Sean Burkett who's a really cool guy and we did run into them this weekend at Horror Hound and picked up these two grab bags and then I also picked up this wonderful handmade clamshell VHS copy of Don't Fuck in the Woods and I'm very excited to have it I don't even own a VCR but this is a wonderful wonderful shelf piece so I'm going to go ahead and uh, unceremoniously crack open these bad boys if I can. I'm going to damage it, unfortunately, by opening it up here. So the bag will not survive. Look at my lack of physical strength. There we go. Here we go. So it looks like we've got a lovely wristband for They Come at Night, a Sean Burkett film. We also have a Concept Media Films bumper sticker. Very cool. Swag. Make your car seem cool and, and street and indie. And we have... An, oh, we have several other stickers, it looks like. Oh, no, a trading card. This is a Don't Fuck in the Woods 2 trading card. How awesome is that? And a little glare on that bad boy. And a Stranded sticker. Very, very cool. And it looks like we have two movies in here. We have the Blu-ray of Angel and the DVD of Killbillies. This is all in one $10 grab bag. So two movies, one Blu-ray, one DVD, two stickers, a trading card, and a wristband for $10. That is a mighty fine deal. What do you think, sir? It went up. A fine bargain? Sure. For the price? I think so. Totally. All right, let's open number two. 
so ceremoniously. Again, marvel at the lack of my physical strength. Your eight-year-old could whip my ass. All right, let's see. Let's reach in Clint style here. Another awesome wristband. Same, same one, same one. What else we got? Another stranded sticker. Very cool. So nice. I got one twice. A different Don't Fuck in the Woods to uh, card. Do we get a good angle on that? Okay. What else we got? Uh, another swanky Concept Media Films bumper sticker. Good thing because we have more than one car. A business card. Well, let's uh, give them the QR code on the back there, folks. Hopefully it doesn't freak out the phone. Okay, and again, two more movies. Betsy on DVD. And a second copy of Angel on Blu-ray. So, I tell you, for $20, that is a, a massive amount of stuff. If you're interested, maybe we'll do a little giveaway on the doubles that we got of everything. Ariel's going to put up the QR code again so you guys can check out Concept Media Films and support local, independent horror filmmaking here in Ohio. Alright, so, and also, you know, hey, support people who name movies Don't Fuck in the Woods, because I like that. <laughs> but you absolutely should, though, according to Dave. Dave is a very large advocate of actually fucking in the woods. Probably one of the greatest things in the world. <laughs> and your balls be flaying in the breeze, being one with the trees. <laughs> no, they're, they're one with the trees. Yeah. I'm helping them become one with the trees. Oh, well, you're pushing them into the tree, I'm sure. Well, anywho, that was fun to do live on air. I enjoyed that. So, we had a huge weekend, folks, did we not? Quite huge. Yeah, it was good. It was a long, <laughs> yeah. arduous oh, yeah. weekend. Yeah. It's like, well, let's see how this goes, and it exactly went how I thought it was going. Because we promoted on the last show, we, uh, we talked about we were going to be doing two conventions in one weekend. We were going to uh, our old favorite standard Lexington Toy and Comic Show. Uh, Comic Con, I should say. Mm -hmm. And uh, for the very first time... Horror Hound in Cincinnati, the awesome horror theme convention. So I will be. I will ask the controversial question. Yeah. Which is the better con for your experience? We'll say it for each one of us. Just in your experience with it. I don't know, really. No, no yeah. clear winner. No, not really. Mm, all right, bold. They both had like ups and downs. So for me, it was kind of tied. Like there okay. was things that were good and things that were bad for both. Yeah. I second 100% yeah. the thing is I honestly like I kind of screwed myself because I was holding out on one way or the other for things so I didn't get things at one place where I would have gotten things at the other place and then things that I thought were going to be at one place weren't there so I, I just kind of messed my own experience <coughs> up that being said, I had a blast overall. So I mm -hmm. would say mm -hmm. neither it was better than the other. I think we kind of all did that though. Like yeah. at Lexington, we were like, "Well, the you mean like uh, this horror stuff?" But yeah, there'll be horror stuff tomorrow. So don't. And then it wasn't there, and I was like, "Shit!" Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that I can like even slightly hold over was just my one celebrity experience. We'll definitely get to that. Well, yeah, yeah I'm not gonna <laughs> say that was like the only thing that was like. 
<laughs> Excuse me, guys. The biggest point of my entire weekend, but like, even still, that didn't like make the other convention terrible, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would say that for me, um, it's hard because I want to give the edge to one, but it's probably just because I haven't done that one before. Yeah. Like, Horror Hound was a little bit more fun in the way that, like, it was a new it's thing new, to explore yeah. and a new experience. It but definitely all things, all things fairly, like, they were both really great shows. It's just that they're so different in yeah. ways because it's like, one may have had a little bit of, like, horror stuff, but it was definitely not, like, you know, a horror convention. Then you go to a horror convention and you're like, oh, wow, yeah, like... I would say that, like, if I really had to choose, um, I would I would lean towards Horror Hound being a little bit more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Only because... Lexicon being a major sort of mainstream con at this point, they're very anime focused. Yeah, that was a big and negative it, for it me. It says like you know the, the name is Lexington Toy and Comic Con, and if you're going there for like toys, figures, like there are dealers, obviously, but it is very very anime heavy right now. I was gonna say yeah because uh, the past years like it definitely did not have the same amount of toy vendors, mm-hmm. which got us. Uh, and the ones they did, they were all mostly kind of selling the same things. Legends, <clears throat> Pops, yeah. and stuff. There was a few vendors that were selling, like, you know, classic stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. vintage stuff. It was kind of one of those. And surprisingly, this was the few years I went hoping to see that stuff because I was trying to, like, pick up things from the past. Yeah. And it was not as, you know, Just prevalent to, as I thought. Um, devil's advocate on the surplus of anime things well yes it is popular right now so obviously that is a factor Mm. um there was a large draw especially like in the pokemon region Mm -hmm. where there was a influx of very specific anime actors there was quite a bit of voice actors this year that were very heavily anime yeah. Like, in the past, yeah. they've had a lot of voice actors, but at least they've been like, oh, it's the Lego person, or it's, oh, it's the, you know, some Mario. other cartoon. Mario, yeah. This year was very heavy anime. So, not, yeah. not, I'm not saying that it wasn't necessarily a downside, especially for you guys, because, you know, my generation specifically, even though we're so close in age, there's enough of a gap that, yeah. you know, yeah. for my, my group, they very much love anime, and I still hold a little bit of a, a flame for it myself in my heart, but... Yeah, there was a lot there, but also I think arguably it was because there was the group that was there. And there's evidence of that in the past too. Like when we first started going, when they were very Power Ranger heavy, yeah. like getting a lot of Power Rangers actors, it was a very Power Ranger heavy show. Yeah. Exactly. And so, so yeah, that makes sense that it's sort of thinned out a little bit. They're very totally easily fine, manipulated. But it's like my thing is one of the two things that's in the name but of your convention. But that being said, yes, exactly. wasn't as yeah. prevalent yeah. as it usually is, which kind of was a bummer on that end. I don't really... I mean, But as far as being like a well-put-together, mm-hmm. competently-run show, it's top. It's top-notch. Like, their staff is on it. They're extremely organized. In fact, every year they get more organized yeah. and more on it. I would definitely go back, but I'll be honest, I will probably take a good couple year break. Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, like, when I say couple years, I mean, I probably, unless there's, like, a huge draw that I have to, like, this year, I probably wouldn't have gone if it weren't for yeah. one person. But 
you know, unless there's like a huge draw where I have to go, I probably won't go back for at least three to five years. I think it's just for shows. I want to see more shows. Yeah, for shows that we've been to a lot, like it does at this point take like a bigger draw, sort of like a specific yeah. thing for me to want to go again. Like, you know, we've only done C2E2 uh, once, and a lot of that is my fault because I just have no fucks to go back to Chicago. Because well, you guys did it. I didn't. Hor- yeah, you didn't get to do it. But the horrible, awful traffic situation and fucking trying to get anywhere there is just like... But that the, wasn't actually the con itself. Yeah, no, it has nothing to do with the con. The con, like, C2E2 itself is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, the biggest, like, every thumb up that you could ever give a thumb yeah. up. I mean, that's the same I have for Dragon Con. Yeah. Like, I would go to Dragon Con again. I wouldn't want to, like, have to walk through the streets of fucking Atlanta while it's going on. Yeah. <sighs> But I would say that, like, um, yeah, it would. I we took a couple years off. A lot of that was because of COVID. Yeah. But it was nice to go back. It's kind of our old home show. Like, it's the very first big show that Dave and I ever went to, and Ariel and I got engaged there. Like, yeah. it's a. It is a very it's like our, near and dear to <laughs> our hearts kind of show. Yeah. It was our first year to go back after being married. So yeah. That was so that was really cool too. Um, so let's kind of start at the beginning. We uh, we actually drove down on Friday. We. We decided the way the best way to stagger this would be to originally I wanted to take a day in between. I didn't want to do either one on Saturday. But yeah. because of the specific guests that we wanted to see at LexCon, we didn't really have that option. Yeah. So we went down Friday, um, and we kind of just leisurely took our time to get there and we did, we made a bunch of stops once we got there. Like <laughs> we went to every comic shop oh, in yeah. town pretty much and uh, a lot of really good comic shops yeah. around there. Like they have at least what we went to like three or four different shops I think three yeah. For sure, yeah and all of them were really great and there was even a really cool like video game kind of store that we went to that had a lot of cool shit too oh and one really super dickish games workshop store yeah I don't know about the games workshop store like I don't know how in talk about it. the fuck those people stay in business <laughs> I swear I really don't with the level of attitude that we've gotten every single time we went in there I'm, I have no desire to ever enter that fucking place again I don't care. I'm not trying to badmouth people or anything like that. No, you're... I just... I just... Mm. The stuff is cool. Like, it's just usually... Anger. The things... Like, the people that are running. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I doubt they'll ever hear this, but you people need to work on your fucking customer service. Like, to, I don't know. They might hear it. The got degree. nothing to do in that freaking place. Yeah, I can't... I imagine you must have lots of time to listen to podcasts since I've never seen another soul in there when I went in there, but you, the person that works in there, so... It's busy celebrating the anniversary of your... Freaking store's existence. I, I'm sure you would celebrate every day if I were them. I'd be astounded. We still exist. <laughs> we still exist. Now, but you know what? Like, uh, had a lot of fun though going down, and uh, we, you know, dicked around our while because we got down there way before we could check into the hotel, and we tried to do like, you know, I like to have WalMarts I've never had sort of thing. So like, we hit, you know, three or four WalMarts and several Targets because Dave has been hard on the. Necaholathon that apparently doesn't actually exist. At least God, in the places that we went to, yes. it's, a, been, it's like looked, dry land. <laughs> two different states looking through different targets still ain't found one thing. Like, yeah, they have a Neca section, but like there was supposed to be this like end cap with like new stuff, holothon, all that shit. I have not even seen this end cap in any of them. I have witnessed. In the one target that I went to with another friend, they had one section that wasn't like an end cap. It was just like a little around the electronics counter mm-hmm. that had a couple of the things. Yeah. And that's the closest I've seen. Yeah. 
So I don't know if it's like our targets are not implementing them correctly or something, but yeah, it was a fail. But we did find a lot of cool shit. I feel like we almost bought more shit before we went to any show oh, yeah. than we actually bought at the show. <laughs> But good, good figure hunting is always fun, and yeah. checking out comic stores that we never actually get to go to is really, really fun and cool. Oh, hell yeah. So we got down, we did all that stuff, and then we went to the Cattleman's Steakhouse, which is something that we always try to do when we go down there, because oh, yeah. uh, the, the hotel that we stayed, to, stayed in Georgetown is right close to this place, and it's a really awesome, authentic Texas-style steakhouse, and got a giant fat steak, and it was delicious. It was absolutely, absolutely delicious. Their food is is fantastic. If you're ever in the Georgetown area or anywhere that you could find a Cattleman's, there's a couple other ones too. Yeah. I would absolutely recommend it. Ariel and I actually uh, visited one on our honeymoon trip too that we found as we were going down through. So, yeah, Whew. if you love so steak, good. so great. Sauteed mushrooms, all of it. Yeah, but you know, uh, watch your gut health and shit. <laughs> Uh, consuming large quantities of beef. I didn't this time. Like felt like I, fucking I, Hank Hill yeah. and shit. Like I my colon block. I wasn't gonna do it because last time I remember eating that much steak. Like I ate the whole steak, the baked potato, the drink, the rolls, everything, mm. and I literally just felt so like it was delicious. But it was just that feeling where you're like overly full, and you're just like the rest of your day is like, oh god, just digest, please. He mm. just sits there. So I decided not to this time. And you know what? It was a good choice. Actually, yeah, good. We got checked into our hotel and immediately headed for the aquatic fun area (laughs) to enjoy the hot tub and pool. Because we're old and shit hurts. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we were like, well, we need to, you know, uh, sufficiently limber ourselves for the next (laughs) two days. (laughs) I need to soak my old bones. (laughs) Soak the old bones, for fuck's sake. And I tell you what, like... I, I'm a dad. <laughs> and Are you? I and, and and I like kids to some extent. Probably not as much as other people do. Uh, I love my own and You're probably more you know, than I do. Some adjacent yeah. you know, familial friend type children and stuff. But I I don't I don't hate the children. I hate the parents that like don't children fucking pay attention to what the parent their children are doing. And don't police what the fuck their children are doing. It's a pool. You're supposed to be there to have fun. Cool. No problem. But if it's an enclosed pool, please don't let your one child, like, banshee wail at its highest volume over and over again. Because, like, even the slightest sound echoes in this thing. And holy crap, the pipes on some of these kids. I was like, I'm just going to slowly just... My ears are bleeding. I'm going to go underwater now. The hate level that I'm telling you I have for these parents that were in there... I can't even describe. I cannot fucking describe it. They let the one kid basically turn the outside of the pool like you're not supposed to be running, and the way between the hot tub and the pool it kind of like dips like a little valley, and it had water on it. Well, the kid was running and he slipped, but he didn't hurt himself, which was good. But he like kind of slid because it was all that like that tile, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "Oh wait," and realized, and then he percent like proceeded to do the next half hour of like slip and slides all the way down there. And I'm like, if one edge of one of those tiles yep. is just even the slightest jagged, this kid's getting sliced, and just was screaming and like they were jumping. Like when I was younger, if you jumped into a pool. Your parents were like, don't splash the adults. Yeah, like, don't fuck with get, the adults. You get your butt whooped. Stay in the shit. shallow end. Don't, yeah. you know, fuck no, around. No, these kids were literally doing flip-tumble cannonballs right next to my head. Yeah. 
I got smacked by several children at different points in their beach ball and yeah. whatever the hell else was happening. And the parents are, you know, not really paying attention to that, too busy, uh, you know, sneaking booze into the fucking pool in, like, plastic containers and shit, and letting these gaggle of small, small children, like, under eight, for sure, yeah, like, just congregate in the hot tub, yeah, which you're not supposed to fucking let kids in the hot tub anyway, and while they were just sitting there drinking, yeah. This was just a fucking, like, I was, my dad hand was shaking, like, so fucking hard under the water. There was probably, like, two four-year-olds, a six-year-old, and then the other ones were probably eight and ten. Yeah, and they're all just, like, percolating in the fucking pool with their butt cheeks hanging out and shit. There may have been one 11-year-old, but I don't even think they were the same family. Yeah, it was, it was a level of fucking ridiculous, and just no fucks. To give burnt couch leather Bruce Jenner. Oh my God! The level of plastic surgery on this fella. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to hate on people, but my God, <laughs> I don't like. I don't know if he was happy or sad or amused or bemused or seemused or whatever. But fuck, there was not a rhythm of expression on this face. And before anyone tries to twist that anyway, it's we're literally saying that he looks like he got plastic surgery to look like Bruce Jenner. Yeah, like with the way you know um, she looked before she became Caitlyn, like. That level of like the just the your your skin is literally sucked so tight to your skull that you can pick up like cracks and skull this definition. This guy had like his jaw looked like it was restructured to be up two inches higher than it was supposed to. It was be. a level of disturb. It looked like uh, if you've ever seen Escape from L.A., it looked like the Surgeon General in fucking Escape from L.A. Like it was terrifying, and the hair plugs also. Like the hair plugs are beautiful. I'm not gonna. I, I don't want to mock people or, or hate or whatever. But these people irritate me so much that I, I, I'm just gonna make fun a little bit. Like seriously, that was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> then one of the moms, my god. Okay, first of all, you're in a public place. Second of all, you're surrounded by small children. Yeah. Small children, and other people you don't fucking know, in a in a pool in a hotel full of families with yeah. a big glass window. Where everybody can see, and what do you wear to the pool? Nothing. Literally, like the a bathing suit that had like a foot and a half gap between each edge. Like, it, like you had to have nipple tape to use this fucking thing. Yeah. Listen, folks, live your best life. I hope you do some stupid ass shit, but do it goddamn responsibly. If you've got children, don't get them involved. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't, like, go splaying your entire frontal region to, like, strangers and fucking small children. Code Biscotti! At a fucking pool, and then get up out of the hot tub, and your fucking whisker biscuit is flapping in the breeze and shit. <laughs> like, come on, man. I I love a pretty girl in a, in a hot bathing suit or whatever, but it's really awkward when there's, like, a fucking four-year-old flipping around with a butt cheek hanging out and shit. And this chick looks like the cover of fucking Swank. With all her drunk boyfriends and brothers Yeah, with her fucking drunk boyfriends and brothers and shit. Like, every time she got in or out of the hot tub, there was... She just might as well not have been wearing a top. Because it was just naked. (laughs) Just full-on frontal naked. A couple of hard-boiled eggs and a prickly muffin. Like, can you just... It was a level. It was a level hitherto uh, unbefore unseen. Like... Uh, so the pool, you know, despite all that horrible shit, the pool was still fun. And we did finally get some hot tub time after the, uh, you know, clown car of children fucking exited it finally. The hot tub was more enjoyable. 
Although once we got in there, one of the children kept fucking coming back and trying to get in with us. One of the four-year-olds. <laughs> and they actually did, thankfully, tell him to stop. Yeah. That was the first fucking li- uh, lick of parenting I saw yeah. during the entire Which is fucking two-hour experience. I got in there, and he literally got up onto the part where everybody sits, and like from the other side of the hot tub, slowly walked all the way around to me... And I was just like, I just got in there and was relaxing, and he literally stood next to me and then stuck his hands down into the water and basically just, like, lifted his <laughs> arms and kind of, like, half-ass splashed me and then put his arms down and looked at me. And I was like, all right, little buddy. And then he just turned around and just... Dude, dude, walked back around. I was like, not a sound. I was like I said, there was one child who came down the elevator with me, and when he saw what was going on, he looked at me and he goes... My mom would never let me do that. <laughs> oh, no, my mom either. Like, my entire family, every female would be like, cool, butts being whooped right now. Like, that's not even the end of the fucking children shenanigans for the weekend in hotels. So, we, you know, had our nice night in the hotel and yeah. uh, got up the next morning, prepared ourselves, and Good breakfast. got a, a great breakfast and waffles, and it was delicious. And we drove out. And hit a couple of stores and then went to yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. stop <laughs> to needed to get last minute things and then we're like, well, since we're here, we're here. And toys maybe toys, let's do some shopping. But we finally did get to the con. Um, you know, the way the entrance thing was a bit different than it has been in previous years. Let me preface this by saying it was fucking cold outside and windy, so fucking windy, and. We like down here in the last week or two, it had been like yeah, pretty warm for the most part. Not drop back to like potential. I snow did not time. do my duties and look up the weather. No, well, none of us did, so don't feel bad. Oh, I do, but you know, I and of course, I like did. once it hits March, I'm in jorts and ain't nothing else. Like <laughs> no pants, fucking. I don't care if it gets back no down to thirty pants. degrees. Yeah, jorts. Yeah. So that's fine because my legs don't really get cold. Yeah, but the rest of me, holy shit. Yeah. Surprisingly, we're like, oh, it's chilly. So out. we got there and we got it, you know, parked or whatever. Got a good spot, and the line to get in to get your ticket process through the door was like down the street through a thing. Like it was, it was long. Yeah, it was yeah. a long line. It was yeah. probably the longest I've seen since the first year we went. Yeah, it so was breezy. And it was fucking breezy. And this poor dude in front of us. Was in his cosplay, his his skin tight like leotard fucking flash. Uh, reverse, reverse flash, flash, flash cosplay, and I could see his butthole puckering every time the oh, wind hit. Yeah. You could just see him like brace, like oh, like, ah, and it went oh. right through it. Like oh man, <laughs> and all he had was like a little thin hoodie on over top of his leotard. He must have thought he was just gonna be able to just like do 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 it. He thought he was gonna like, reverse flash it in the door. Like, no. That line is <laughs> it was the reverse of flash. It yeah. was as slow as humanly possible. <laughs> but realistically though, it it actually did move pretty quick. Yeah, like did. we we probably were outside for a total of fifteen minutes. If that got in the door, they really have I I'll give Lexi a massive boost for this. They've really streamlined everything. Like as far as how the process of getting in works, where things are set up. Like the, it's very easy to navigate. Yeah. So got through the line, got our you know wristbands. That was cool. And we knew specifically that there were certain celebrities that we all wanted to meet and yeah. and try to get. So we figured, hey, it just opened through the door. We go straight down yeah. there and do that first. Yeah. So we did. We uh, it, the celebrity stuff was on the first floor, and then the second floor was for like panels. 
And the third floor was the exhibition hall. Well, we came in at the third floor. We come so, in at the third floor, yeah. yeah. So we had to go down, like, two escalators to get down to the bottom and uh, get to the celebrity area. And that was set up very well, too. They, they started setting it up very similar to the way, like, C2E2 does or the fan uh, Fanboy Expo and stuff, where it's, like, very cordoned off. The lines are very specific, and you can only flow in one direction, mm-hmm. which is a very intelligent way of doing it. So big ups to them for that. Uh, so we each had uh, celebrities that we wanted to see. And um, yours was Ron Perlman. Yep. Uh, and then we also shared one. Uh, we both really wanted to see Billy Zane. Yeah. Because we're huge Phantom fans and, and Demon Knight. And, yep. He was a last Though I'm not a fan of the movie, boy, I've seen Titanic about a hundred times. Yeah. And a bunch <laughs> of other, like, fun movies. And so many other things. Yeah. Yeah. Billy was a last minute, wasn't he? Billy was a last minute edition, but it was a really exciting one yes, for it us. Was, yeah. Um, one of the shops we stopped at, I was able to find the Phantom Funko Pop. Yep. So I could have something to get signed. And you had brought down your purple clamshell. VHS of the Phantom. Yeah. And uh, Billy didn't have any line really when we got there, no. which was really awesome. Which kind of makes me wish we would have done his last because yeah. I think we could have hung out and talked with mm-hmm. him more and stuff. Mm-hmm. That would have been awesome. But if he does more, next time we'll try. I want to get, like, do an interview with well, him. we did go over and Dave went up first and had a fun experience. Oh, and yeah. Dave wore his Phantom ring and when Billy saw it, he was like, let's take more pictures. Yeah. Do the Phantom <laughs> pose. Do the Phantom yeah. pose. Yes. And he was uh, very jazzed that we were Phantom fans specifically. Oh yeah. That and Demon Knights. And Demon Knights, yeah. Those were like his two favorite ones to work on. And I was like, well, there are, you can tell you are having fun in them. Oh, like yeah. Absolutely. Best. And he could not have been cooler. Yeah. Super big smile. Very happy. You know, arm around you, ready to go, give you the fist bump. Cool. Yeah. Big smile. Really happy to be there. When yeah. they left the, the two of them. We were like kids, man. Oh, my God. It was beyond kids. Like, they just were like, you may have actually seen Alan skipping. It was so great. Who's Alan? Who the fuck is that? (laughs) Some fucking fat guy. That's right. The Mm -hmm. (laughs) T-O-double-D. These nuts. (laughs) I got it confused for the horse. Old Todd Road. (laughs) Gonna take a little roll down Old Todd Road. (laughs) All the fucking streets in Lexington are named after horses. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> like derby horses. So they have some really great street names. They're named after like war horses. Uh, crazy <laughs> horse ships. Oh, those shit. fucking derby horses because it's a derby town. Yeah. Well, anyway, we did the Billy Zane and we looked at a couple of other ones that were kind of like lower on our list, you yeah. know, as far as like, eh, maybe, you know, if, eh. But Errol and I both had a big one and that was uh, John C. McGinley. Yep. And if you don't, if you're not familiar with the name, I know you'd be familiar with his work. Um, probably best well known to TV fans is Dr. Cox on Scrubs. Yep. But I mean, Office Space, um, Platoon, Platoon, Identity, Stand versus Evil. Um, my God, so by many way. things. Yeah, too many things to even fucking Wagon mention. Like Wagon's yeah. East. Yeah. I mean, so many different things. I'd be like, shocked the, if you knew Wagon's East, but the guy is, a, is is an amazing actor. Yeah. He's in his reputation preceded him as being one of the nicest guys in the business. Another another amazing thing that you may have known about but may not have known that he did is um, spread the word to end the word, the R word campaign, a beautiful campaign mm-hmm. inspired by his own son. Um, just a beautiful person inside and out. And personally, for me, this guy was an inspiration and. Um, uh, just to say, after they got out of their line, skipping and jumping, happy and snapping their fingers and wagging their 
tails, and <laughs> I'm getting into the line for Johnny C, super excited, and then I can see his big old smile, and I melt, and I just don't know what to do with myself. And Chad gets behind me, and he's holding my shoulder, and I'm about to cry. It's like I'm a virgin like, on prom night. Like, <laughs> my knees are melting. I'm shaking. I'm freaking, I'm doing, I'm freaking doing exercises going, don't lock the knees, don't lock the knees. And he's like, you need to breathe. I swear I was going through freaking. Don't pass out as soon as you get up there. What's the breathing? I'm doing my freaking, I just, I was losing my mind. And we got closer and closer and I could hear his voice and it was as if God came down himself (laughs) and kissed me on the forehead and said, Johnny C has arrived. It was it was a, an interesting just, line experience. I yeah. lost my mind, guys. I really was. I I'm not one personally. You know, you've heard these guys go on about celebrities that they've really loved and they've had amazing experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had my fair share of celebrity experiences in very different ways. I've never had an experience like this, and never a level this way. And this is personally the biggest. And most important celebrity to me. And this whole thing couldn't have gone better. So if you want to continue, yeah, I'm no, just gonna I'm just gonna keep rambling because I was say, uh, <gasps> do you sure you didn't want to marry that guy? Um, <laughs> I do. If but you're listening, Johnny C, I do. It was uh, it was <laughs> it was a great experience. Like even just the watching him interact with other people was a lot of fun. Um, a lot of the celebrities they kind of stay behind their table and they don't really kind of go out necessarily some do some are really great and they're always out out in front of their table or they're always around doing things but some are kind of more reserved which i understand especially in you know post-pandemic sort of time periods like i did notice that all of the tables instead of just being them at a table it was like two tables and they were behind two tables like (laughs) so there was like distance you know which makes sense which is very good safety precautions awesome Um, but right next to Johnny C was William Daniels, who is the voice of Kit and Knight Rider and Mr. Feeney from Voyager's World. And then on the other side of that was Ron Perlman. Yep. And so while we were in that line, Dave was in the Ron Perlman line. Yep. Uh, and I got to kind of watch uh, the interactions on William Daniels' line. And I, I will preface this by saying that Dave and I both grew up on Boy Meets World. Yep. It is one of my all-time <laughs> favorite shows in Knight Rider. Uh, William Daniel specifically, I'm a huge. I've always been a huge fan of not only for that, but also Saint Elsewhere mm-hmm. and uh, the really great 1776 movie that he did. Like, I'm a fan, a big fan. Yeah. He and I will also say he is very old. 94. He is 94 years old. He is very frail. So I I can understand. Yeah, yeah. and his wife, who's there, is 92. So. What I will say though is like it. It really did not seem like he wanted to be there. Yeah. And I don't know if this was a sort of a situation where like it was a contractual obligation sort of a thing. Or if it's just like when you get 94, you get crotchety on some days. Yeah. But I'm glad I did not. Because that was one I thought about. Yeah, I did too. I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. I'm glad I saw him. Because I would have been very disappointed. Yeah, I'm glad I saw him, but I I talked about this. It was like. That was one that I did Mm -hmm. not want to take the chance on ruining the, the thing. Like, love the character. You may not love the actor, but. If the actor's not great, it can sometimes ruin the character for yeah. you. And I didn't want to take that chance, so it was like we've got. We're like, nah. and, and you know, I ca- I caught it secondhand, yeah. and so it didn't like it wasn't a direct interaction, so it yeah. didn't hit me too badly. But it was kind of uh, like a, mm, that's unfortunate sort yeah. of thing. And I kind of felt bad for the people who did 
you know, stood in line and bring things and were very excited to be there and meet him and stuff. And, like, again, I, I don't know what the personal situation was or whatever, but on this particular day, it was yeah. not a good experience for those folks, and I feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel bad for those folks. And it's not a cheap experience either. Like, mm-hmm. most of the celebrities, it's like, if you're getting a photo op and an autograph, it's going to cost you in the range of, like, 70 to 90 to $100. Yeah, yeah. Depending on them, and so like, you know, I understand it's, it's probably not a fun experience for a ninety-four-year-old man to be in a sea of humanity with people ogling you and yeah. all that shit. Like it was, just, I could tell it was a struggle just to autograph things for yeah. him. But yeah, it was not a positive. Like I won't go any further than that. But it was yeah. not a positive thing to watch. Yeah. But we finally got up there, and um, you know, you get to pick out a picture if you didn't bring something, and the people had brought a lot of stuff, and we looked. Like, there was a Dr. Cox Funko at one of those stores, but it was way out of my price range. Yeah. Because it's a very rare pop and very popular. Is, yeah. So, uh, there were 8x10, so we just picked a really great Scrubs 8x10. And, uh, you know, we got up there, and Errol's very nervous. <laughs> and he he just greeted with a big smile, and, you know, hey, how you doing? I'm doing, I'm having the best day. I mean, he is that guy. Oh, yeah. It's always having the best day. And... He asked Ariel, you know, how are you doing? And she's like, I'm struggling a little No, I said, I said, I'm rocked. And he's like, you're rough? I was like, no, rocked. My world is rocked right now. Like, I was just so excited. Yeah. And he was just like... I said, no, she's having... You know, she's very excited for her. She's she's very nervous, having a hard time. And he said, oh, forget caps, that. This man caps his Sharpie, throws it down, and swings around so quickly from the table and he's like come over here come on and I just get the world's best just a big old bear hug yep could not have been a a nicer person I've ever met like and not just like oh he gave me you know a quick hug and a pat pat like a good old hug a little rub on the back and was like you're good this is great and I told him I was like I'm almost choking up again I was telling him I was like you just don't know what you mean to me yeah it was uh, it was a beautiful moment, and uh, you know I always say, Dave and I have, have said this forever now. If you're going to meet a celebrity, ask them about something that's not a big thing. Yeah, like not a you know like if you like when we met Ernie Hudson, I asked him about like some weird celebrity fucking ghost hunting show he was on. Yeah, when I met Brian O'Halloran, I asked him about a really fucking obscure movie. Yeah, because when you ask about stuff like that. It's going to stimulate more conversation because yeah. if you're the fiftieth guy who's asked about Ghostbusters that day, he's probably not going to have a lot to say about it. Yeah, or but just if, be like, you know, the generic like, but, yeah, oh yeah, great. It was a lot you of fun. Ask the cool. generic question, even if right. you love it, that's great. But if it shows that you you've watched more of their work than just the mainstream thing, right? Because like, that's exciting cool, for them. They're awesome. like, oh, cool. Then you're a real fan. Yeah. Like you are a fan of me, not just yeah. the thing. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, I I had a slight a bit of advantage on this just because listening to the Scrubs cast, I already had been thinking of certain questions. And I was just like, this question isn't getting asked, and I know I want to ask Johnny C about just such a bizarre movie that just doesn't fit him. Every movie role he gets, you know, he when he was casted for Cox, it was the John C. McGinley type. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, he was almost offended, like, why didn't you just offer me the role? Like, <laughs> Uh, this movie, Wagons East, was not the John C. McGinley type. No. And it was early in his film career, too. And it's a, it's a Western comedy. It is a movie that did not do well, but it has a distinction of being one of the two of John Candy's last film roles. Yeah. And if you don't know who John Candy is, I, please stop listening. 
<laughs> no, you know what? If you don't know who John Candy is, go fucking find start listen, Just start watching. But uh, we both love the movie. I loved it for many years, and I introduced it to her, and she had a blast watching it. And in the movie, Johnny C plays a very flamboyant uh, gay character in the in a the very, old west. And he's yeah. very intelligent and yeah, hyper intelligent, and it's you know very opposite of the old west. Just very clean and very proper, proper, and you know there's something off at first, and then he starts like, oh boys, and then you're like. Oh, ah. <laughs> yeah. but he has yeah, aspirations, yeah. and so I asked him about it. I was like, first off, you know, how did you even get this role?" He's like, "Well, honestly, it was it was offered to me," and I was like, "It's just not you. It's it's so opposite." And I said, second off, you know, um, that's such a crazy role," and he was like, "That's why I loved it. It was such so much fun." And he was talking about how he loved at the end, and I'm not gonna. Totally spoil it. You can spoil a 20 year old movie. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) But at the end, he becomes like the fastest sharpshooter and he like outshoots everyone and he, you know, he's the absolute best and it shocks everyone. And he's like, that's the best for me because I wouldn't have taken the role if it was just going to be me doing some stupid ass. And he said that. He's like some stupid-ass homosexual stereotype. I wasn't going to do that shit. He's like, the fact that it was someone who had an aspiration and made the aspiration and was something else turns out to be a badass yeah you know know, the surprise like and he's talking about how much fun he had and you know we asked about John Candy and we asked about John Candy and that opened up Pandora's box and then some you you know you've asked a good question when you start seeing the tears well up when they're talking our photo op actually has his face red from emotions emotions yeah yeah. and he told this wonderful story about you know uh, John being John Candy being the first person he knew in his age category to die like he's like you know I had grandparents and relatives and things like that but never someone who was like a contemporary and he was like we become he said when you shoot a movie with someone you either become really really close or you just keep your distance completely and he's like with John and I we became really really close and it was just a wonderful experience and then when he passed it it rocked me yeah and he was like I felt like I needed to do something important with my life and he just went into like the history of LA and why yeah. he bought he's like I bought a house and he talked about where he bought it and why he bought it you know everyone was out this is what was going on it was just so phenomenal and it was a I, good like 10 minute story I, which you really don't get in these lines oh, I literally could have listened to him all day and what I the, just what the really cool thing was that the people behind us they were totally okay with it yeah the people behind us they were, were okay just with enraptured it. and, and you know what's too. so funny is like he realized it was going on a little too long and how to wrap up and he even was like oh you know at the end but when we turned around to leave and the staff member gave me back my phone even the staff had the biggest smile on their face oh yeah that and guy you was saw them, blast, you saw them all you know they were happy whatever when they were doing the pictures before but you know kind of monotonous happy when we turned around it's like the whole world shifted like everyone was like Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that because everyone listens to every little story when when they're sitting around there, and it's just like that story really changes you. Yeah, and I got to ask him about a role that I was a huge fan of. Um, he did an adaption of a Dean Koontz book 
called Intensity, which is one of my favorite books. Apparently it's his too. And I asked him, like, hey, how did that happen? Like, how did you feel about it? Because I, I was really, I, I told him, I was like, when I read the book, you were the person I was seeing when I read this character. And he was like, oh, that's, like, I'd love to hear that. And he was like, I, it's, it's, the, it's my favorite character I think I've ever played. Yeah. And he told a story about, like, when they shot the movie. Uh, in the movie, it's a very intense thriller, and, uh, hence the name. But he plays this character named Edgler Foreman Vess. It's, like, this very psychotic but, like, calm and calculating character. And he was like, so Molly, the girl who was the lead, he was like, I didn't speak to her the entire time we shot unless we were shooting a scene. Yeah. He's like, because I didn't want her to know me. I didn't want her to, you know, I didn't want to eat lunch with her and be buddies and stuff. He's like, I wanted her to be genuinely fucking afraid of me. <laughs> and it worked because you can see when you watch it, like if you can find a copy of it, it, I don't think it's on any streamings, but if you can find a copy of it, his performance is so fucking brutal. And she looks legitimately terrified yeah. the they entire fucking time. They actually had of the poster there for that. Yeah, it's, it's a great a great little TV movie uh, like it really elevated the material and much too good for a TV movie performance yeah. and you know Ron Perlman's got a couple like that too like in, uh, he did that Stephen King adaption um, yeah. that I really love uh, shit I can't remember the name of it but he plays like a sheriff who's like infected by this weird like ancient um Indian spirit and shit. You know, that might have actually been what that woman was talking about. Oh, really? Standing in language, because remember, she was like, there was a thing in the 90s where he was a cop. Yeah, well, this was in the, two, like, deep in the 2000s, but uh, Desperation uh, is what yeah. it's called, and it's really fucking yeah. good. Well, she was like, it was a TV thing, and yeah. like, I'm like, you... But, uh, no, it was a wonderful experience. Yeah. I could not have been happier. The pictures are great. You can see them on our social medias, of course. We exited the celebrity area and then went and frolicked through the vendor room. And when I say frolicked, I mean got the living crap knocked out of us by the million fucking throng of people that were in there. Okay, they did. I literally was in some weird trance and I actually lost the boys and turned around and was like, oh, hey guys. Yeah, she was was all fucked up on like. But my god, the level of people that were in there. Like I don't like doing cons on Saturday for this reason specifically, but they're I they announced at some point when we we're in there that they were completely sold out for the yeah, day. They had Just sold out. after we finished, we made it into the the vendors room, yeah, and we made out. it down one aisle before they announced it. Yeah, there had to have been fifteen thousand people in there easily. Easily, yeah, it was nuts to butts to butts to nuts. Like it was belligerent. Yeah. But we got around and we did, you know, our thing or whatever and found some interesting stuff and oh yeah, a few really cool things and I was getting kind of tired. Like we were in there for a good while and my legs were getting the anxiety and the anxiety the stress, was the just so generally just getting elbowed and kicked everywhere. Dave and I kind of separated out and we found an area yeah. to like Wait. What? I need to say something. Okay. You're talking about generally getting kicked and everything tired and pushing. I need you to listen carefully, everyone out there. If you go to a convention, there is an unwritten rule, and if I catch you breaking it, I will break your fucking phone. You don't take pictures in the fucking vendor's room. Motherfuckers were stopping up and clogging the fucking lines, and I was getting claustrophobic. I don't give a fuck if it was Saturday. Fuck you for taking pictures in the vendor's room. Okay, continue. If you're going to do that, if you see somebody <laughs> who's in a cool costume, like, hey, can you ask meet them to step me? to the side. Yeah, can you meet me out in the don't front area? Dead or? fucking stop in the middle of a congested aisle and try to start taking pictures. It is it's a goddamn unwritten good. rule. Don't fucking do it. 
I mean, I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum. I'm so used to it because they do it at every con. Uh, if this is an just because we're rule, used to un- it, it doesn't like mean it's okay. To it's it, an unknown rule. I, I know so many people that don't know nor give a fuck about that. They're just like, cool. To me, the unwritten rule is just don't stop in the dead middle of the fucking aisle in the first place. Well, the hanging out, yes. Yes, don't stop and have a fucking chat with Steve. Not great. I can be slightly more forgiving of that than I am fucking three motherfuckers dead stopped in the middle of the goddamn road. I was in a really, really small aisle way. It was the really far back one. Yeah. And it was a group of three guys. I don't know what they were dressed up as. And they had to stack in a very specific order. Oh, if if that's the situation, then yeah, move off to the side. But we were just but they couldn't. The and they took up the entire aisle way. Yeah, yeah that's it, just, it's come too on. Small if it's got to be like way. some production. huge fucking production, move out of the goddamn way. And, oh, I don't want you in the background. Could you move? No. Go out of the way. Just don't take the picture. Just don't. There's no reason to take a picture in the vendor's room. There's no reason. Okay? I know you see a really cool person. Ask them to see them later or something. Just don't do it there. Yeah. Ugh! But anyway, uh, Dave and I kind of broke out and we found a little area that was less congested over by some drink vendors and stuff. There was no chairs or anything, but there were places where people were just kind of kicked out on the floor out of the way, which is totally okay. Like there's there's places and vendor vendors and 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 venues know this that you're gonna need to sit down somewhere yeah. or congregate somewhere. So like there are usually kind of empty areas where you can kind yeah. of just you know take a chill. And I was like, I need to sit down, and there's no <laughs> fucking chair anywhere. So I kind of leaned against a post, and it's kind of hard for me to sit on the ground because yeah. I'm fucking old and broken and whatever. So I kind of just leaned against the post and I slid myself down. Well, unfortunately, the floor was a little slicker than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And about two feet before the ground, my feet went out from under me and I went like, <laughs> bam, like hard ass on right on my fucking tailbone and my feet went numb. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, can't feel my feet. Yeah. And I thought I broke my tailbone. I was, I was positive. I broke my tailbone. Yeah. So... Yeah, we do the thing, and, like, finally my fucking, you know, feet started feeling again and shit. And when I got up off the fucking floor, I I felt pain intensity that I don't even understand how to describe. Like, it was like, have you ever, uh, if you played football, you probably have gotten a stinger before. Oh, yeah. I would compare it to that. Ripped his ass in twain. So, yeah. In um, twain. (laughs) It was horrible and painful and a very, uh, I'm sure, hilarious production of watching me get off the floor. Zero out of ten. Like, a half an hour later. (laughs) After I had consumed, like, one and a half boozy lemonades yeah, like, that Ariel brought me from the, the vendor that was in there. Yeah. I don't feel your ass in anymore. Right. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. I need a little alcohol to dull the fucking pain. But like I was in 1885, like, sucking down a bottle of whiskey after getting shot. It's fucking ridiculous. I did it on purpose, man. But <laughs> I was trying to help. Don't feel like booty. Bad times. <laughs> and walking all was difficult of, the rest of all the week. All I could think of was Memphis. I was like, this worked last time. Let's just try it again. Let's just give it a switch. <laughs> So we kind of finished up our vendor thing and then bounced out of there, and we stopped uh, at a wonderful drive-through that doesn't exist around here. But we found in mm-hmm. a couple other states called Cookout. Which man, if you have a cookout in your area, fucking go there because it's awesome. Uh, and then we spent the rest of the evening, you know, hanging out, relaxing, hot tubbing, that kind of thing. Actually, well, we got to drive to Cincinnati first, but we drove from Lexington to Cincinnati to check into our other hotel. <laughs> uh, which technically not Cincinnati. We were still in Kentucky. Yeah, we were in Florence. Florence. Yep. 
Uh, we you know, had a couple more stores or whatever, and Dave's uh, girlfriend was meeting us down there. So once we hooked up, uh, and after we had checked into the hotel and we swam for a while in that pool, and there was another belligerent children yeah, fucking situation. Of children, yeah, throngs of children. <clears throat> These children may have actually been much worse. Oh, by the end of the night. Than the others. Uh, but yeah. we, you know, we hooked up with her and she came down. We had dinner and then yep. we came back. We were going to take another swim, but there were a lot of children there for late night. So we said, fuck it. Yep. So then I'll give you the, the, the fucking stick, oh, buddy. Yeah, like, yeah, let's so, talk about how your night yeah. went. So, kind of, we're tired, wanted to, like, relax, maybe watch a little TV and then pass out because we were going to get up early and try and do the mm-hmm. pool hot tub in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, after breakfast or before breakfast because the thing opened up at 6. Well, from the hours of like 10 o'clock to 2 o'clock, the room directly above me, which I'm pretty sure housed most of the crotch mongrels that were in the pool, (laughs) uh, were having a tumbling competition. And it was just... You could hear just thumping after... like It was so bad. I'm normally not this person, but I had to call the front desk and let them know. Like, hey... Is there any way you could say something to him and stuff? She was very apologetic. And I was like, it's not your fault. It's just like, you know, at 10 o'clock, one thing. Two in the morning, come on. And so she had to call them. And eventually they started to calm down and go to sleep. But then by like 8 in the morning... They were back. Right back to it again. Yeah, right back at it. And it, like, it sounded like they were literally, like, wrestling or, like, have just gymnastics competitions in there. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there was no adult in that room because I didn't hear one thing. Like, you're not going to be an adult in a room with that many kids just slamming around and not say something. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they they do this with the families and shit. They'll be like, oh, this is a kid's room. No. Someone needs to be supervising these fucking children. These rooms are... Like, <laughs> I'm not going to leave a gaggle of kids in one of these rooms to just do whatever just destroy. they want. Yeah. Because these weren't, like, well, little... These weren't rickety yeah. hotel rooms. These were suites. Like, yeah. they were, like, efficiency apartment, like, fucking nice suites. Yeah, nice. With big, nice beds and big, nice TVs and, and couches with trundle beds that pulled out of them and shit. Showers that have the multiple heads. Right, and, and like, a full water. kitchen yeah. with a regular-sized refrigerator and burners. Like, like it was yeah. a fucking, like, apartment. Like I'm gonna be here for like a week. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that was that was unfortunate for for yes. you. And I apologize. That was just awful. I will give the hotel a, a shout out though. Like seriously, uh, there was an issue with our original reservation. Originally, yeah. we had booked like a two bedroom suite, so we were all gonna stay in the same kind of space, and they got oversold. Yeah. And Hotels.com reached out to us and. Through the help with the the manager uh, of the hotel, uh, they you know got everything straightened out. When we got there, um, they were like, you know, hey, here's what we're gonna do. Like, we're gonna give you two suites instead. Yeah, and just the same price as you originally were paying for the one. So that was awesome, which is cool. Yeah, and really helpful. To be honest, I kind of was like, crap, they're not even gonna have any room. Yeah, yeah. So it turned out to be really great that way. We'll also say their breakfast is like the worst fucking hotel breakfast I've ever had. <laughs> it was like a very like it was a weird choices. Yeah, like weird things fucking that you choices. like when you deal with a lot of different people. Usually you go the bland route, so yeah. everybody's happy or and they the sort of more generic it. route. Yeah, like, no, these ones they were like we're gonna be crazy different. And yeah, it was like scrambled eggs with fucking peppers and onions in it and yeah, shit. Yeah, and I'm like, Ooh. and like these potato cakes that were fucking ice cold and rubbery. And, and like lukewarm, lukewarm kielbasa. kielbasa, and I was like, "What the fuck?" 
fuck is this? Yeah. Like, it was not great. We're in Kentucky. Where's the, where's the biscuits and gravy and shit? Grit like, something. Grit something. Pancakes. Yeah. Anything. Bacon. Yeah. Like, Nothing. Shit, the other hotel had bacon and waffle eggs maker. and waffle maker. And yeah, fucking, okay. it was wonderful. Yeah, this hotel breakfast sucked every available dick. But then we decided to do another round in the hot tub just to kind of mm-hmm. loosen the bones up before we got to the new convention. And albeit if we didn't get run out again by like we did. throngs of families. And, and I've been, I was dealing with the side effect of my horrible fall. Uh, apparently my injury that was that happened was not a broken tailbone, but I uh, had a varicose vein and I in exploded it when in I hit the ground <laughs> on my, the top of my butt. In in butt, butt. And, I, and I severely bruised my tailbone, yeah. I think. So, ev- so when I'm sitting, I'm fine. Yeah. But when I get up and my tailbone shifts, like shit, yeah, my stomach turns. Yeah. Like, they've been listening to me make horrible noises every time I have to get up <laughs> since the moment that it happened. And it's, it's like been a wounded animal in the fucking woods. Bad. Oh, he doesn't want me to put tiger balm on it because he's afraid it's going to get in his butt. I'm afraid crack. I'm going to get sweaty and it's going to, like, sweat down and leech in my butt crack and into my hidey hole and shit. I'm going to go ahead and tell you it's not going to feel any worse. Yeah, but you played sports enough to know that, like, you don't want to get Icy Hot or Tiger Bomb in your butt or your taint region. Like, it, it, yeah. ain't, it ain't happy. Yeah, that's true. And it's hard to get out. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be in the fucking shower with a jet in your boo hole. Yeah, <laughs> <bag, just laughs> oh, God. You're not already. Yeah. yeah. Mm, fair that's enough. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. So, got ourselves together, got out of there, and took off and drove down to Sharonville, which is just outside of Cincinnati. Yep. Horror Hound uh, at the Sharonville Convention Center. I would say, like, I've never been to this place before, but was not the greatest venue in the world for very, this sort of show. It's just Zero a very, out of ten, don't remember. Uh, yeah. It's a very awkward convention. It's really center. weirdly set to, up. Yeah. Recommend my words just Re- my way. Remek? What the fuck is that? Recommend. Recommend. But there was a big line when we got there, and the parking was. <laughs> non-existent Non-existent People were literally Parking in the grass Making parking spots Yeah if you had Parking on the side of the road If you had a vehicle Like a jeep Or a Cherokee That could off-road They were parking In the grass If like, I had realized That no one was Even caring in staff I probably would have Actually just parked In the grass Thank God for my Broken crippled butt That I have a handicap tag And like a spot Magically opened While Dave yeah. and I Were waiting in line For the girls To find parking Yeah That I was I call Ariel I'm like hurry Code blue. Like, yeah. get here. There's a spot open. Hurry. Well, <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend, we had to uh, go find a spot. Some asshole from fucking, like, Virginia or something had showed up with his trailer and took four spots. Mm-hmm. Like, literally parked right down the middle. Well, there was enough room and her car wasn't that big, so we just literally parked it in what was left of the spot <laughs> next to his fucking trailer. And hey, whatever shit. works, man. Yeah. I tried. Yeah. Any port in a storm, as yeah. they say. But yeah, it so was, we uh, uh, butts butts. stood out in the freezing wind until we got inside, got our tickets, wrote everything, and then took off into the vendor area. Which I just want to pause and say thank you to the very kind guests who did see Todd already wait through the line. Yeah, and and let us just go right back in. Yeah, because yeah. I dipped out of the line once I got to the very front, yeah. so I could wait for her, and they were just like, "Oh yeah, it's cool. Don't yeah, worry about it." Yeah, good. Yeah. Which was cool. Um, I will say that like. Usually Sunday is the more quiet day to go to a show. Not this fucking show. Apparently, everyone had the exact same idea. Yeah. We did. <laughs> go to Lex on Saturday. Come mm-hmm. to because I heard from a few different people that Saturday it was like 
Much quieter. Much quieter. There was right. no lines for most of the celebrities, whereas today... <laughs> mm. Yeah, there was a line for literally everything. Every there was a line for the thing. ATM, for the yes. celebrities, for the bathroom. Yes. Or at least we thought there was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lines and lines and lines, all kinds of lines. Uh, it, was a, it was a glut of people in there, but really, really cool. Yeah. So much cool shit. If you're a horror fan, like, uh, it's heaven yeah. in there. Especially, like... Handcrafted, unique mm-hmm. oddities and horror or like obscure stuff. DVDs or oh yeah, or like very like obscure indie, T-shirts indie or like stuff. super indie stuff. We we ran to our buddy Adam Fields there. Yep. He was set up, and the guy next to him uh, does a really awesome horror comic mm-hmm. that Ariel and I had reviewed for a show already, and we really love it. Um, and we were happy to get two more issues of that, so that was awesome. Um, got to kind of see some celebrities. I was really I had a very disappointing moment, unfortunately. Yeah. Because originally, I really had wanted to, just, to meet Tony Todd of uh, Candyman fame because I'm a big Star Trek guy, and he's done a lot of Star Trek, and his Star yeah. Trek is very good. Mm-hmm. And they had said he wasn't going to be there Sunday. Yeah. So I was really kind of disappointed. So I just had it in my head, well, I'm not going to get to see him. When we got to the back of the room, he was there signing. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. And so I went to try to get in the line, but the line had already been capped. Yeah. So I did. we had literally... Well, yeah. only like a half hour or so passed. My heart was broken. It was yeah. actually worse than not seeing him at all. Yeah. Because he's right there and I can't do anything about yeah. it. But it happens, you know. That, yeah. that is sort of the thing. But he does... He does a lot of shows, so we'll have another chance. Yeah. And, and I, I hope I will actually get my moment with him. And, you know, uh, we did see a lot of other celebrities, though, pretty Tom up close. Tom Savini was there, Ted Ramey. Yeah. Uh, we a did lot get to of, see Tom Savini pretty closely. Yeah, really yeah, Ryan close, Hurst. actually. Ryan Hurst. Yeah. Harris Woods. Yeah, yeah the, that was really cool. Uh, I saw Adrian Barbeau kind of from far. Yeah, and too. A lot of the other kind of sort of lower level horror celebrities and stuff. That was really you cool. You weren't getting into that main celebrity no. room. Holy <laughs> the, uh, shit. The folks I mean, from that's Grim not Life true. Collective I got was in there. <laughs> well, I mean, not, I mean, if you just were, like, not if you were actually trying to meet the celebrity. Cute goth girl past the security, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the Grim Life Collective folks from YouTube were there. That yeah. was really cool. Um, there was a lot of really fun, interesting mm-hmm. folks there. and uh, We had a really, really good time. Found a lot of great stuff. I found an Ernest Scared Stupid like horror T-shirt. Yeah, no, that's was just the find of the century right yeah. there, my friend. I've never seen any merch. I for found that myself thing. an animated Beetlejuice hat. Yeah. I was so happy oh, about yeah. that. It was so great. Holy crap! Yeah. Uh, it was absolutely a, a, a blast. Uh, they had a wonderful food court with a lot of really cool options, mm-hmm. except for you, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Dave is very like particular about food, and he does not like eat from places that he is not trusting and does not know. Yep. And the only thing they had there that he had had before was Skyline. And if you have listened to the show for any amount of time, it you know sucks. that we hate Skyline. It, it sucks. sucks. But it was like, well, it's either that or nothing because I'm not willing to do the other yeah. things. Or some rando pasta panini thingy, and I'm like, I'm good. Now, uh, his girlfriend and I both got mac and cheese bowls from this really great vendor that were. She got like a honey sriracha, and I got this which one called sriracha. Yeah, I got this one called drunken chicken, which it was like this very garlicky beer roasted chicken. Fucking phenomenal! Yeah. Holy shit! They actually had a really awesome. It was the uh, the poutine machine, which was like yeah. a Scooby Doo logo. I got some poutine from them. It was great. There was a um, smoothie vendor there, which I got an awesome tiki mug uh, yeah. smoothie that you and could a, get refills on. And a gourmet candy vendor, gourmet though, candy which vendor, which was really cool. Yeah, uh, she gave me a really chocolate covered cherry that was freaking amazing. She man. had dark chocolate covered espresso beans. Oh yeah, and stuff. Was it was really cool. It was very eclectic. Yeah, very good. Uh, but like, I would say with the main celebrities, man, if you're gonna go and for someone specific. Like, first of all, take a lot of money. Yeah. 
And second of all, just, get to the line immediately. Which no, sucked just, too because the way the entrance was and where the main celebrities were, you literally had to come in and then run all the way to the other side, the other side of, of the, the building. Yeah. And by the time we got over there, there was this giant line that was just wrapped forever around. Just for Matthew Lillard. Just for Matthew Lillard, and that was the one that you really wanted. To be completely honest, if I had realized what the prices were for these big celebrities, I would have just gone for the professional shoot. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And I honestly, would I would say, well, I will for the smaller shows, probably just go ahead and aim to go for the professional shoot. Yes. Because you still get to meet them. Is it quite as personal? No. But you get the moment, you get to meet them, and you can take a picture. I would have rather spent the $210 to have a four-person shot for screen yeah. Yeah. than to have spent, what was it for Matthew Lillard? It was 100 right? It was, yeah, it was, I think it was almost 100 just for a selfie and an autograph. Yeah. Like, just, not together. Like, a selfie or an autograph, $100. Yeah. yeah. Which, as opposed to, like, Billy Zane and John McGinley that we did... We're eighty for a combo. Yeah, even which Ron, is a fair price. Even for me, Ron was a hundred for a combo. It was sixty for one, sixty for the other. Mm-hmm. So it was like okay. Yeah, and even John C. McGinley's professional photo shoot mm-hmm. was sixty bucks. Yeah. Now I understand. You know, like I said, Horror Hound, in its own way, is a smaller show. Yeah. And it's run a little bit differently, so there's reasons why well, it happens. The thing that I, I tried, I told her, and like that Dave and I have found over the years is like with it's a big, like big backed sponsored show, like a Wizard World or a mm-hmm. Fan Expo or Lexington, like that. The celebrities generally they have a contract, they get paid X amount of dollars, and then whatever they charge at their table for stuff is just you know icing yeah. on the cake. Oh, I knew that. With the smaller shows, the celebrities generally don't have a fee. And they just make what they make at their table. Which means you're going to get an upcharge. Which you're, means you're going to pay more for autographs yeah. and, and, and pictures and stuff. Yeah, I, I knew that from my time behind the scenes at shows. It's just... Um, and in the case of some of them, it pro- there probably still was a fee. Yeah. But with the lower level folks, they're definitely not getting a fee. I just wish that there had been a little more transparency in prices. Yeah, they did not post... Uh, stuff about pricing first which kind of sucks yeah and the celebrities they make the choice on how much to charge yeah uh, the venue has nothing to do with that and the yeah. organizers have nothing to do with that so they make those choices and i understand like if you're going to bumfuck ohio to do a show or whatever you're gonna make it worth your while yeah. of course i have but, no problem you know, with that. I, yeah. so but with the line we saw from matthew lillard he probably got taken out of that place on the scrooge mcduck fucking money bin oh yeah because my god the line so, this is, in just my personal experience with just you guys, technically the second time I've seen, out of the three of us, one or two of us not be able to see someone based on not only A, a line, but B, a price of someone, and it's because of that experience that I share with all of you, just... Depending on the show you're going to, I would just honestly say if you really want to meet a large celebrity and you know it's going to have a big following, go for the professional. 
Yeah, I would, if I would agree. Think, yeah, the thing is, don't go to two cons in one weekend. Don't go to two. <laughs> I mean, that's you. Here's the moral of the whole fucking story. story. Two you, cons, one weekend. If you, rough, if you listen carefully, I'm getting closer to the mic. Listen very closely. If you are 25 and over, do not fucking do more than one con in a weekend. Mm-mm. If you are 25 and younger, do whatever the fuck you want, you young bitches. Nah, even when I was 25 or younger, I still wouldn't I have still done that shit. Handle that oh, shit. I could have. Fucking blue. I could have and did, so. I am so physically wrecked right I now. I did three, because I did Thursday at one convention, and then I did a Friday, Saturday at one convention, and then I did Sunday at another convention. So I've done it before. It was pain, but I was about 18, so I was fine. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. I didn't so say I recommend it, but I would say that you're fine if you're under 25. All right, Shakespeare. <laughs> I recommend it. I would say, like, I am so fucking physically blown out right now. Like, just coming down to the basement to record was really fucking painful. Oh, yeah. I, can't I, I took extra days <laughs> off work because I knew I would need recovery time. Like, I will probably spend all of tomorrow in my chair. Like, I don't think I'll be moving in, other than to pee. Like, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. You can't make me. To pee and obtain food. <laughs> I'm sure there's a reason. Set up the toys that we bought. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm sure you'll find a reason to snag a two-liter bottle on your way or something. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, all in all, it was a really fun weekend, yeah. but it, very physically exhausting. Yeah. And had a great time, and I would, I would highly recommend both shows. Yeah. Um, if not you're on the same weekend, <laughs> yeah, not the same weekend. If you're a big horror fan, though, definitely do Horror Hound. Um, if you want a really clean, well, well-run celebrity show, uh, Lexington could not. I couldn't recommend higher. Never had a bad experience at Lexicon. Uh, this was their tenth anniversary, and every year they get better. Every year they get more organized. Every year they do more and bring more and get better guests. Especially and considering guests. they just like redid that whole entire convention yeah. center, they were able to actually make do it in a way that was better than how they've done yeah. it. They in the are last a well-oiled machine. Yeah, yeah for sure. I can't and say the they, same thing about you know, and they around, also <laughs> had this was their tenth anniversary and had a two-year crazy streak yeah, of yeah. madness. So they came back twice as strong. With a vengeance. (laughs) You know. Oh, I do want to point out, um, very much loved the wristbands this year. Yeah, really cool. Usually they have lanyards. Uh, They have in the past, they had these really great cloth wristbands this time. You made a face. I didn't really like them. That's fair. Because, like, the thing is, is you're not really going to be able to save it unless you somehow damage it. I got mine off successfully without damaging it. Oh, you pulled it out. Yeah, I, yeah. like, kind of just wiggled it past my thumb and slid yeah. it off. Oh, I meant, like, zip, like, loosened yeah. it up without having to, like, you know, oh, yeah, once they put it on, you it can't off. really yeah. loosen it. I had to crack the one piece just to, like, get it off, because I actually wanted to keep the, like, it was yeah. fabric-y, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's cool. I get why, because it held and it was better, you wouldn't lose it and stuff. And also, gotta, it, it like, prevents, like, from letting people in with your shit, you know, yeah. I get it, I do. I do, too. I absolutely get it. But as a like a memorabilia piece, it kind of like yeah, not a great souvenir. Yeah. But I know that some were still like the VIP badges that you got were still badges. Yeah, because they kept that aspect because they know people like to collect those. Yeah, and the press passes, if I understand, were still also yes. badges as well. Yeah. So just the general admission stuff was the stuff That's that fair. they did, like, yeah. which I understand. Yeah. But all in all, had a fabulous time, and we are all 
wrecked and tired. <laughs> yeah. And just finished watching Jackass Forever, which I highly recommend, but don't have time to talk about. <laughs> so great. Uh, if you have a weak stomach, though, who? <laughs> if you, if you can't, can't if handle ball shots. Yeah, if you can't handle genital damage, then don't fucking watch this movie. But it's your God. Still a lot of fun. But anyway, we had a blast, so uh, I think we've hit that time. Yeah. Uh, if you are a fan of what you heard today on the Basement Fodder Podcast, you can, of course, find us on our website, thebasementofdoom.wordpress.com. You can find us on all of our social medias, at Basement Fodder on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, on Facebook, I'm Todd Dave. He's Dave Basement of Doom, and she's Ariel Leash. Um, you can also find us on Anchor FM, our podcast home, and, uh, of course, Spotify as well. And uh, also now on Google Podcasts, which uh, is a very new thing that we just did. That's cool. So you can find us all those wonderful places and listen to our dulcet tones. And until next time, I'm Todd. I'm Dave. And until then, she's Ariel as well. I'm Beach. I didn't have time. You were just closing <laughs> the sorry, door. I'm sorry. I'm so used to the, the basement flow. door. The you know basement what happens door. when you get me in the profile yeah. there. No, I'm closing the door now. Uh, the basement door is closed. Later, bitches. Oh. oh.